Hallelujah. 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 Mosa shaka Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. No matter what we're doing, where we are, and whom we with, when you feel such an urgency, and I feel such an urgency in my belly to stop everything that we're doing and receive what God wants to do, what God wants to say, and how he wants to move right where you are, however he wants to through you and through me. The more we become obedient by demonstrating, by quickly acting regarding what we're feeling, knowing it's due to him, we're going to increase and increase and increase. We become so familiarized on what's taking place here. Hallelujah. In the midst of me doing what I was doing. There goes that feeling in my belly. Okay, God, drop this. Okay, God. And sometimes I literally have to run. It's an urgency that you cannot ignore. You have to obey. Because there's always somebody who needs from God. And however he want to come through, just be that used vessel. In every area, not just for the dominant area, the dominant gifting, for every gifting. 
You may be a good artist and called to be an artist, but God may want to use you as a psalmist right now. He may want to use you with this sense of humor right now, being nurturing right now, being compassionate right now, being patient right now, being gentle, generous. It's all because of his faithfulness right now. I'm not speaking from tomorrow or yesterday. I'm speaking from right now. Which make perfect sense right now. Because you're encountering right now. You're listening right now. You're hearing right now. You're open right now. You took the time right now to hear more right now. To see more right now. To encounter more right now. Here is your right now. It's sort of like you asked for it. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. We are a new creation. A new creation. Yes, we are. A new creation that we are. A new creation. So are we. New as a creation. New as a creation. Let's focus on the word new for a second. New. New. Fresh. Beginning. A start. Clean. Pure. Better. New. You. So if we are a new creation, everything as the us being our old creation must be passed away. We have to really look back and see it withered away. It became a pillar. Your past became a pillar. Your old ways of feelings became a pillar. Your old way of thinking became a pillar. Your old way of speaking became a pillar. A pillar. A pillar. A pillar. So you and I don't ever have to look back at the pillar. And if we do, we become the pillar. So if everything new, that may I have new thoughts, new ways of feeling, you have new thoughts. New ways of feeling. Everything is new. Spirit, soul, and body. Everything emotionally is new. Everything mentally is new. Everything physically is new. Everything spiritually is new. It's better. It's fresh. It's pure. It's holy. Righteous. Just like God. Christ in the earth. We are the examples of the example. So, we cannot give what we don't have. 
If I don't have old thoughts, I cannot give old thoughts. If I don't have old ways, I cannot release old ways. You cannot release old ways. If I don't have old deeds, old ways of feeling ways, you don't have either. Because it became our pillar behind us. So, everything we're saying is like God. It's of God. Every way we're feeling is like God. Just like God. Every demonstration is like God. Because that is who we have as a new creation. So we can only think thoughts about God and God's perspective regarding life itself. Not death, regarding life. When it comes to what we see, we see like God. Hear like God. Perceive like God. Aware like God. Be able to discern like God. Powerful. 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 Joint heirs of Christ and our Father. So if I give you something as a new creation that I don't have that means I must have went back and picked it back up again. If I go back to worrying, if I go back to being upset, if I go back to being troubled, I must have turned around to pick it back up again. But no one actually turns around and pick it up. It first becomes a thought in the mind. So I took my attention you took your attention off of what we are now used to. To thinking backwards to a reality that got you through the last time. But obviously it wasn't enough to satisfy because you wouldn't be where you are now as a new. You'll be still in the old. I'll still be in the old if it was satisfying. So why go back? By looking back, by thinking backwards. Christ said, I only say what my father say. I only do what my father does. And we as a new creation only say what God says. So what are we saying? Is it what God says? Is it what God is saying? What are we thinking about? What ways are we feeling? Are we going back and forth? You know what that looked like to God? You turn around, back looking at God. Turn around, looking back at God. Picking up the old ways, want the new way. Picking up the old ways, looking the new way. Don't wrestle against flesh and blood. And a lot of times we're wrestling against our own flesh and blood. A lot of times we become our own enemy. Everything about our identity, everything about our identity is not about self. That's our new identity. It's not about self. See, our old identity was all about self. 
And that's why we was falling short every time. Because it has to be on somebody else. The all-sufficient one. The only one who's able. The only one who's willing. The only one who's equipped as our God, as our provider, as our healer, as our deliverer. To release only what he can. Hallelujah. A lot of times we're thinking about others when it's really things that's happening within. During this time of transfiguration, we have to first receive the transformation. And the transformation is within. It's spiritual development within. And because of what we receive within due to the transformation, it's clearly seen on the outside. We begin to transfigure and look like God. Act like God. Have the glow of God's glory upon us. People start saying, you're glowing. There's something different about your continents. You look so different. Just like Christ began to transfigure for his disciples. The few that were there. They witnessed him transfigurating. In the presence of Elijah and Moses. Transfiguration took place. Because he looked up and received from that encounter. And when you receive, there goes a transfiguration. It's shown on the outside. Many would know us according to our what? Our fruit. Our fruit. Our fruit. We cannot give what we don't have. We cannot say words that we don't have. So we don't know. We're not listening. And if we say what he's not saying, we're not listening. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The old is passed away. 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 All become new. Everything become new. Everything become new. For you and I. So we have to be persistent in the new. Don't go back by looking back to grab things. The past is to be testified of his goodness because that got you where you are today. And that shows that God kept our feet from being moved like he said. Because here we are as a new creation. And that you are. <laughs> that you are. That you are. Hallelujah. Sian mosan shakan anamosa shianded. Sikan moki ayan mosan shian anamokaned. Dayan mokan siyan shate damosa shian anamokaned. 
Sishan Mokandi yet. So shan mo san shan kenyan dan dead. Mo san shashu mo ko yada mo kan anana mo kan yan dan dead. I will not back down ever again. I walk in my true identity forever. That's what was said. And God said, you're supposed to. I'm supposed to. Hallelujah. Really settle with this. Really, really, really settle with this. Because as we transfigure, that is the difference that the world, that the harvest, the greatest harvest is actually attracted to, you know, harvest of souls are attracted to the light, the bright light. Because that outshines every form of darkness, every form of false doctrine, every form of deceit. Light is what draw people to you. Your light, my light. And the more brighter it becomes, the more people are drawn to you, are drawn to me. But we have to really work on settling that the old is gone. So if somebody come with the same kind of, you know, similarity as to how I used to respond due to a, a form of disrespect or, you know, anything that could cause you to feel troublesome, our response has to be different because our thoughts are different. Our ways are different. Not even a thought in your mind as a new creation to argue back because as we renew our mind daily, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We don't even wrestle against ourselves. So let's be certain about us as a new creation. Because it's clearly seen and demonstrated. People are drawn to you. People are watching you and I. And truth be told, they're looking to see if we for real or not. Even those in our family. Let's see how long this is going to last. They got delivered. I know what they were delivered from because I, I witnessed their attitude. I witnessed their worldly habits. But let's see how long this is going to last. But every time you found faithful, as a new creation that you are, every time you found faithful, Every time you found faithful. Father, we want more. We want more. We want more. Because we can receive more, 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 more. We can have as much as we want. When we want. However. Because we are whosoever. That believe in him. We want more. 
more, Father. We're so hungry. We're so desperate to remain as a new creation. The old is behind us. And we have stepped up and we have stepped out into new realms of more possibilities that seem impossible. In the world way, it looks like it's chaotic, it's getting worse, it's filled with destruction. But as children of God, it couldn't have been better. Here is the glory, here is the honor, here is the praise. Now people are watching for a different answer. People starting to cry out, they always seem happy around you. Even on TV, even on the videos, even at the awards, in the music industry. The whole arts department. Hollywood everything. People crying out. Too much is going on. Outside the will of God. And God don't tempt us with evil. We receive the results due to the choices that we made. We can't blame God for what we say. It is not what he said. So it must be, it must be what he's saying so we can see what he already said. So hungry, so desperate for this once in a lifetime opportunity to receive heaven on earth, to be heaven on earth, to have that responsibility, to be accounted for as a good steward. Accounted for being a good steward. What am I storing up? What are you storing up? I'm becoming more rich in mercy. More rich in love. And guess what? That produces the natural wealth. That produces the natural resources that you need. Because more love that's shown, more love is needed. And when more love is needed, there's more love to be shown. When there's more mercy, there's more mercy to be shown. There's more mercy to be given. When it comes to kindness, more kindness to be given. More kindness is needed. When it comes to generosity, more generosity is needed. And it all comes with self-control. Know how to control ourselves. We don't run wild as the world run wild. We run wild for the kingdom. We're not valid with weapons of none. We're valid with our might, with our spiritual armor as our weapons. We don't look at man and then look at God and say, God, look at man. No, man, look at our God. Man, look how faithful our God is. Man, look how powerful our God is. Man, that is also your God. Man, how can you forget? Man, go back. Man, go back. Man, Christ laid his life down for you, man. Because God so loved you, man. Children of man. No. You are children of God and not children of men. Man. To the man, to the men, man of the world. Your ways are not working anymore. It's clearly seen. We as a new creation know what it's like to be on the opposite side. 
of God's divine purpose, of God's divine will. And every person here, guys, that's still remaining here, can want nothing more to fulfill that hunger on the inside that they consider to be a void. It's only a void if you avoid it. If we ignore it. In order to fulfill, you have to be hungry for it. Father, I won't let go till you bless me. And I still hold on as to you and how and why you're still blessing me. I won't let go, period. How about I just stay right there? Father, I won't let go. When it comes to my mouth, I can't speak words I don't have anymore. That's of the past. I can only speak words of you, God. Words of love. Because I won't let go. Who's not aware that there's trouble all around? Forget every side. It's all around. Behind and front. Naturally. Naturally. But spiritually, we are surrounded by angels that bear the capital around us. We are more than. We won't let go, Father. When it comes to being good stewards, we won't let go. When it comes to us being found faithful, we won't let go. Because we learn how to tame our tongue. It seems like sometimes when we try to do right and try to listen right, that's the thing. We try to do. We try to do. We try to do. You already are what you're trying to become. I already am what I'm trying to become. You're trying to become good by acting good due to behavior? No, take the weight off your back. You're already good due to His grace. Now you are aware of the goodness. Now you know how to be as a new creation. There's no way any of us can live the old life and receive grace. It's no way. Because the old life is based upon behavior. We cannot walk in the old and receive the new. It's no way. They both are contrary to one another. You cannot go down and up at the same time. It's one or the other. We cannot go left and right at the same time. We cannot marry more than once. It's only going to be one. And that's permanent. Every single one of us at a time. One or the other. Single or added. Married or single. Yes or no. Will or won't. Do or don't. Receive or do not. Accept or deny. Pull closer or push away. Be glad in it or be mad in it. Rejoice or complain. Be aware or be confused. But I say, Father, I say, Father, I say, Father, I won't let go. You have already blessed us. That was Jacob's statement. Being aware of what's taking place before him. 
But we are in a new generation and a new covenant. We already blessed us. We were born into the blessing. We don't know what it's like to live up a burnt sacrifice. We don't know what it's like to experience a plague due to bad behavior. We was born into grace. Born into salvation. Born into restoration. Born into redemption. Born in authority. Born to be Christ-like. Born to be. Born to be Christ-like. I was glad when they said unto me. And you were glad when they said unto you. Let us. The news is not for you to be upset. And many people say things like, yeah, God is moving. He's powerful. We've been blessed. Oh, look on the news. Uh, uh, uh. There's too many things happening in the world. You heard this? You heard that? God darn. Took your eyes off. Took your focus off. Lord, I wait on you. I'm here, Lord. I'm waiting. Come on, Lord. Hurry up. Take so long. I've been here. Where are you? Huh. Wait for you to show up. No, I'm waiting for you to show up. Say of Christ. I wait for you to say something. No, I'm waiting for you to say something. I wait for you to do something. No, I'm waiting for you to do something. We've been made and do for a night. We've been laying door for a night. We've been laying door for a night. A night. Not every other night. Not every other weekend. Only a night. Here's your everlasting joy. You cannot have joy and go back to sorrow. It's contrary to one to the other. There's no way you could go from free to being bound ever again. Because who the sun sets free is free indeed, man. Free indeed. No matter how long. See, they make us seem as if, and they've been taught as if, if we just come to church, you know we good. Jesus, you are my Lord. Confess that. Yes, but not even explaining in the home. Let me say in the homes. Not, it's not we're always up to the congregation. We have to take it everywhere we go. See, it's not just to receive the explanation in the congregation. And then you don't have no explanation as to what happens outside the congregation. When you're at home, when you're on a job, when you're in traffic, when you're in public. And many of us live a lifestyle according to out of church and then go to church and think it's okay. And many people think it's okay to do that. Stepping in and stepping out. Stepping in and stepping out. But not anymore. Not anymore. You don't want to see coronavirus? Stop saying it. Stop saying it. Pay it no mind. You want to declare a decree? So should it be established unto you. Do you believe effectual prayer? Do you believe James 5.16? The effectual fervent prayer? 
just not available much. Believe that. This is how we should live. Before the foundation and the outcome. Because everything in between is nothing but acceleration upon acceleration, going through necessary steps, quickening, sharpening, and it becomes so much more, you know, light, not troublesome. When we live from before the foundation, see, looking at that way, that's our beginning, before the foundation. So no matter what you're going, to, going through, excuse me, before the foundation, looking at whatever that's trying to take your attention before the foundation, settle with that before the foundation. How can I ever be bothered again before the foundation? And then look right here. Yes, you are our beginning and you also are in. Now look to the right. Look at the outcome. It is finished. Now looking at before the foundation and now looking at it is finished. So anything else doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I was meditating on Job's testimony today and I was like, I wonder why Satan spared his wife. He took everything else but he didn't take his wife. It's not because she was a nagger to make Job feel worse. It's because Job had to be a husband to really love his wife, to honor his wife, that he would really do whatever to please his wife. And you know what it's like when you love somebody? Not just in a relationship, a family member, any children, parents. And they, you know, they easily get whatever out of you. You're like, ah, and they say, please, okay, go ahead, you can have whatever you want. And you can tell that was a type of relationship because Satan didn't take her because he thought she was going to be a distraction. He'd do whatever for his wife. Now, if I get her to say what I want him to say, then my plan has succeeded and I will prevail. At his most vulnerable state, here's his wife. Curse God and die. Sweetie, I listen to everything you say, my love. Joe speaking to his wife. I listen to you. I love you. I honor you. But I honor God more. I love God more. I need God more. Even if it's to deny you because he given me you. He given you to me. So I can't put you before him. I got to continue to serve God. If it, can, if it caused me, excuse me, to lose even you. I have to make a right decision. Abraham, I mean, yeah, Abraham and Sarah's testimony. God visited Abraham in early, I mean, excuse me, Abraham and Sarah years way early before the angel came to confirm what God has already spoken years ago. Hallelujah. You will have a son. Your wife will conceive. Okay, God. We believe. I'm a man of faith. I'm a friend of God. 
I know God. Here comes Sarah. It's not happening, Abraham. I want your kid. You're my husband. I can't even give you a child. I'm getting impatient. I know you say what God said. Now she in his ear. That's not a help me. She in his ear. Work with me, guys. Work with me. She in his ear. Abraham is frustrated. Go to Hagar. Go conceive with her. But that's not what God said. He said, you and I will conceive a son. Go to Hagar. We got to have a child. Abraham, do what she said. Went to Hagar, had Ishmael, mistreated them both, kicked them both out. Isn't this what you wanted, woman? I did what you said. I did not what my father said. I did not what my friend said. To do what you said. Now you don't even want it. Not even knowing you missed your breakthrough. The day that you sent your husband to go conceive with that woman was supposed to be the time that you conceived Isaac. But here comes Ishmael due to the disobedience. God never said you're going to conceive when you're barren. We got to stop adding in. He said, don't add in revelation and don't take out from my word. He never said, you're going to have a child when you're barren. No, you're going to give forth a child, a son. His name will not be Ishmael. His name will be Isaac. Because it's coming from you. So because of them not hearing anymore, whenever we do things outside of God's will, that means we became our own gods. We became our own protectors. We became our own way makers. And God took his hands off. Now he's still going to release your promise. But how long it takes for the release it is up to you. So when Abraham realized. After Ishmael was gone. Hagar was gone. He realized. I have to go back to God. This can't happen again. This can't happen again. He repented, I'm sure. And right through the midst of him, you know, going back to hearing where he left off with God, then here comes confirmation about the promise. Here goes the angel. He reminded Sarah about what God said. Sarah mocked him. Sarah laughed. He heard Sarah laugh, but he didn't go to Sarah about her laughing. He went to the man who's the head of the marriage. The man... The man, he could have addressed to Sarah. See how Satan do? Satan went to the woman because he knows the authority of the man. The angel go to the man, he knows the man authority of a woman. Come on, somebody, work with me. And she said, Abraham approached her due to what the angel said. You mocked the angel, you laughed. And she lied to her husband. No, I didn't. I didn't laugh. Yes, you did. See, now he took control back. I went from doing what you tell me to do because how much I love you to me now taking my right stand. Taking the right stand. Taking control over the home. Taking control over the ministry. Over the marriage. No, you did laugh. Because the angel wouldn't lie. Now, guess what? He went from saying, okay, woman, 
I'll concede with her. To, yes, you did, woman, because the angel said, come on. You took it back. See, God didn't call a man, when he say submit yourselves, wise, he didn't say for a man to control you, it's for a man to take control over you. Come on. Come on, Holy Spirit. I don't want to submit and do whatever he say. He didn't say control over you. In this case, you wouldn't be a helpmate. It's to take control over you. Because he's the one responsible for the entire ministry. And you're responsible to be a help by his side. Hallelujah. So soon as he took control back, and there goes the name change. And there goes the promise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Seriously. Hallelujah. Even with Jonah, I'm not going to Nineveh. They mean, they're disrespectful, they don't even like God. Why would you send me that to some people who don't want to be around you? Because they are God's heart. I'm sending you to gain them back to me. What good is it to minister unto those who only know me? <laughs> I'm not going. Okay. <laughs> so you said that in the midst of you being already, you know what I'm saying? In the water. So God wasn't going to have you to go nowhere else. It must be what he said. So God sat him down in the belly of a well until he went back in that place where he surrendered by going back to hear what God has to say concerning. When we surrender, that's when we can hear. Father, I give up my way. Okay, now this is what I want you to do. And God will start right where he left off. It just so happened to take Sarah and Abraham that long to humble themselves. And here come God on their favor, working it out for their good. You still conceived a promise because I gave you a promise, woman. The promise was for you to be old and give birth. You supposed to give birth before you got old. But by me being faithful, I still delivered because you humbled yourself. And how long it be, guys? It's some people who went home have not received anything. And I mean due to old age. 90s. Not even knowing God. Or heard from God and went away. God gave me a dream. It was a rump for the people. Who was ready to be married. And God had me look at this man. He zoomed my eyes in to see. And he would definitely zoom your eyes in. This man was dressed up. In his 70s. Had a flower on the, the side of his suit, you know, blazer, little pocket. He was sharp. He was ready. He knew what time it is. It's time for my bride. And I can feel coming from him. I know it took all this time. I'm in my 70s. Ain't no telling what time God, God even revealed to me when he responded to him. And I'm sure it wasn't five or six years ago. It may have been longer, way longer than that. About 75 ago, yeah, here I am. He had access, he don't, endless energy, let me say that. So much energy, he just going back and forth, you know, side to side, waiting for his brother to come out the room, you know, beside God. And God said to me, 
How long it be? How long it be? Just like that. And everybody in that room is being restored to marriage. Different ages and everything. How long it be? How long it be? And not even just marriage. <laughs> For that business, how long it be? <laughs> For you to come back and surrender to go back and hear my voice? How long it be? But as a new creation, that you are, we don't have to live that lifestyle no more. Because God, we won't let go. We got to really, really check it. Check it. Every day, all day. I'm like you, Christ. So how can I know and be aware by rolling with Christ? Everything you do is with Christ. I can't afford, you can't afford to go backwards to pick up the old anything. We said pick up that cross. Create your own cross. Create a cross. Causes you have to have to carry nothing else. It's a reminder, a reminder for us to remember. It's finished. It's finished. It's finished. Somebody could be nasty. Guess what? It's finished. Somebody said something to me. No, it's going to be what I said at one o'clock. Okay? Because it's finished. I'm trying to tell you. I can't get nasty back. I don't have that in me anymore. I'm not going to go back and grab it. It's a pillar. Don't look back. Don't go back. Don't move backwards. But you can testify of what you've been delivered from. You can testify of the goodness of the Lord. Because he's still the same. He's still the same. He's still the same. He's still the same. I looked at a video that somebody put on YouTube 10 years ago. Me on the train. And I almost broke down and cried. Because to see all the people, some looking, some frowning, some upset, some walking off. I don't want to hear that. And I'm still delivering with a smile. I begin to think about Peter, Paul, Titus, Timothy, Jude, James, Barnabas, Barsabas, David, Joseph. Not you, buddy. My son named David. He said, yes, mom. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on. See, as a man, you have to take control over your home. You can't start out that way. You have to finish that way. Hallelujah. And women, submit Submit because he has the authority and the anointing by God to have your best entrance at heart because it's in his heart, it's in his spirit, it's in his soul, and it's on his mind. A man that's of God do not feel right if his wife 
is not right. If she's not thinking right, I get right. Being righteous, being virtuous. Where's the virtuosity? Where's the virtue from you, woman? Where's your help? Where is your help? God didn't call me to do this by myself. Being a husband is not paying the bills. Being a husband is not working, working, working. Being a husband is not being neglected, not being attended to. Everything first happened in the spiritual sense. It's spiritual. It's divine. should not be running the home. Husband shouldn't be on eggshells. I don't want to be mad. I'm just going to be quiet. No, take control. I'm going to church, honey. Well, I'm going to stay home. No, we're going to church. The same we were going before we got married. Now we're married. We're going to go even more. This, these children, these kids not going to run this house. They're not going to run around and not listen. I don't care who around. You're going to listen. And that's how God me to raise my child. Even in the congregation. Kids, you know, not every child, but some person like, where my kid at? <laughs> cute. Oh, yeah, I see. Oh, yeah, I already know you cute. <laughs> Your son right there. How you doing? He like, what, two? One? And standing still the whole time. Not playing. I, I, I got to do what God tell me to do with this boy. And God said, take control. You're not going to tell me anything. I'm going to tell you. You don't know what's best for me. I know what's best for you. And that's how a man is anointed to be in a home. Woman, you cannot tell me what's best for us. I have to release what's best for us. God has anointed me to take control. And me as a single mother, I had to take control. I, sometimes it was like my son would act up more with people around. And some people, they, they forgot what it's like to raise an 80s or a 90s baby. Come on, somebody, 70s, 60s, 50s baby. You know we don't play that. We don't care who looking. People used to, random people used to could hit your kids back in the day. Let you act up in class. Every teacher get to spank you. The clerk in the mail room get to spank you. Bus driver, grocery store, cashier. Now the old parents can't even spank their kids without going to jail if the child complained they were spanked. You ain't telling me you can press charges against me? Yeah, right. Go ahead and tell them what I did. <laughs> Let me go tell them for you. Now I have to spank my kid because you gotta raise them at a very young age in the way they should go. And they grow up only knowing that way. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. When it came to my child being around other people that don't raise as God had me to raise, you can't be with my child right now. Uh-uh. Because I'm still doing some quickening. Now he's setting his ways. He's 15 years old. He already know what to say. He already know what to do. And no one can convince him otherwise. During the times I thought it was to be the worst from the field, it was the best times he felt. When I felt like I couldn't take care of him as much as I could, I did my very best. 
I sacrificed my life for him every single day and will always will. But I thank God it's better now. It's better now. And it will always get better from here. I didn't care. I had to get out of myself around people. Yeah, I'm going to correct you in front of people. Yeah, don't do it no more. Did he do it again? <laughs> nope. And I look at the person looking at me. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. You want some? Okay. Thank you. Mine right here. It's mine. It's mine. When it comes to you, it's a part. Yeah, it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> you ain't going to be running around. You ain't going to be showing out. When I look at him, he's straight up quick. Like, like at ease. Like, Tim, huh? <laughs> all of a sudden, I have people coming to me all, all everywhere, even in the neighborhood, in the building. Can you um help me with my kid? <laughs> the same ones that said, you know, don't do this, don't do that. Yeah, okay, bye. Thank you. I'll take that into no consideration. Thank you. <laughs> but I wouldn't say that. I would do what God asked me to do. I have never had to spank the kid. Never. Too good of a kid. Because he's been raised in that way. There's no way a child cannot, you know, listen just because. We can't be disregarding them. We got to really sit there and teach them. Look, you ain't doing this. Come with me to the bathroom. Uh Uh-uh. Ain't no more of that. Pull your pants down. Sometimes it takes one good spanking and they'll learn from it. I'm trying to tell you. I'm not saying spank your kids. Come on now. I ain't say that. I'm just saying sometimes they can take. I didn't say you to do that. But you know what I'm saying? That's what I did. I sure did. Yes, I did. Because he was being very testy. I had to tell him by showing him who's taking control. Never had a problem. Never. And I never will. Thank God for that. As a teacher of young toddlers and, you know, preschool age and infants, they always look like, how you doing? God will show us everything we need to do, guys. So whatever it is, let God help you with that. And be patient while you're being helped. And it all falls back to the point I'm making. If the old is passed away, then that you cannot give. Because you and I cannot give what we don't have. So as us, as a new creation, can only release us from the point of being a new creation. So there goes the patience now. There goes the joy now. So if I'm not releasing that at all times, that means throughout those times I'm not releasing, I have went back. You have went back. Hallelujah. I love you so much. I'm so excited. I can feel the elevation. I can feel the transfiguration in my life. I can feel the bun in your life. We go down, but we don't feel down. That's the difference. Persecution is good. God will not set us up to fall, which means he will not cause trouble if the, the trouble is behind, excuse me, if the trouble is behind, 
then why would we call why would he cause us trouble won't be beside him? It only becomes troublesome if we are wrestling against our flesh and blood. If we're wrestling with ourselves, wrestling against ourselves, it shouldn't be challenging as a new creation to remain positive or to use your authority. Seize the storm, cast down the mountain. Remove every burden, destroy every yoke. Stumbling blocks being removed because we can have whatsoever we say. And we declare and decree so it be established unto us. So why are we troubled again? We can't have people thinking that when we walk with God, bad things happen. Can nothing come upon you that you won't allow? See, when you walk in with God, we become more like him. So we get godly results the more and more we become like him. But if it's a challenge for you to become more and more like him, then you're going to find yourself frustrated. Then I'm going to find myself frustrated. If I don't want to put the child's ways behind. And there shouldn't be no child's ways as a new creation. So something is not right in that picture. It's either you knew or you're not. I will have to say. God will have to say. If we already know what to do, hallelujah. You want God to be merciful? You show mercy. You show mercy. You show mercy. And I show mercy. You want God to move? You move. <laughs> you want God results? Use your faith. You want to be established? Declare and decree. His desires are your desires. If they're not, something is not right. You know if you're a new creation because everything about you is new. It's no you struggling, trying to stop doing this and that. That's the old. It's either you're new or you're old. I'm new or I'm old. And right now, as of now, we are declaring that we remain new. Because we're going further and further from here. Because we are aware that the old is passed away. So we are receiving more, trans more transfiguration, excuse me, because of the transformation. It's clearly seen on the outside. See, I can have faith in God. And you see the results due to me having faith. I believe God. And you see my results to what I'm believing God for. <laughs> Power and demonstration. This is definitely my time for now. I love you guys so much. Greater is he as a new creation. Greater is he for you are a new creation. Greater is he. Greater, greater, greater is he who's in us. We have to know that. Now show that. Show that. That he who is in the world. God don't tempt us with evil. He's not going to have you go through trouble walking beside him. He says trouble on every side. There's no trouble with God. You have to know that. He's in control. So if you're troubled, there is something about you that's going on, that's disconnecting you from what, the, what he's trying to release unto you and I. The purpose of the adjustments is to make the adjustments so we can advance to become more and more like him. 
And if that's a challenge to you, if it's troublesome to become more like God, 